0: Well, welcome to our Sunday evening worship service at uh, Mercedes Baptist Church in Albany, Georgia. I'm Pastor Chris Hall and it's good to have all of you with us uh, tonight here in our sanctuary and those who are joining us as well through our Facebook page. Uh, We are glad to be here. It's a beautiful Sunday. We thank the Lord for His goodness and for His grace we thank the lord for the wonderful time of worship that we had this morning here in our church fellowship and i trust and pray wherever you might be attending church that you had a wonderful time in church this morning with your church family we're studying the book of revelation on sunday nights here at mercedes baptist church and we're getting very close now to the end of this book last week we studied the second coming of Jesus Christ. And uh, then we we studied the battle of Armageddon, that final battle uh, at the uh, end of the time of the tribulation between the Antichrist, Satan, and all of those forces that had uh, been gathered together, that will be gathered together to destroy the nation of Israel and to defeat in the minds of those people then God which of course is impossible and tonight we begin our study of the millennial reign of Jesus Christ and we're in Revelation chapter 20 and we'll read the first six verses here in just a moment this is in the aftermath of the battle of Armageddon when Jesus comes again and so we'll talk about the millennial reign of christ tonight again revelation chapter 20 and the first six verses so before we get into these wonderful verses that we'll study tonight i invite you to join me as we go to the lord in prayer heavenly father thank you for your goodness your grace your love your kindness your compassion for all of the blessings and the benefits that you give to your people Thank you for the salvation we have in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your wonderful love. Tonight, we pray for those who are in need, whatever that need may be. We pray, Heavenly Father, that they will trust in you, and they will turn to you, and they will believe in you and reach out to you. And Lord, I pray that you will bless them and heal them and encourage them. And meet their need, Lord, uh, and, and bless them in a very great way. Thank you for your greatness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for the salvation we have in Jesus' name. In his name I pray, amen. So let's read together Revelation chapter 20, starting in verse 1. And here's what John the Apostle, the human author of the book of Revelation, writes in these verses under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. John writes, Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit, and a great chain was in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, the serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and he bound him for a thousand years, and he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up. And set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more until the thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God who had not worshiped the beast or his image and had not received the mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection over such the second death has no power but they shall be priests of god and of christ and shall reign with him for a thousand years now last week we looked at the battle of armageddon that final battle that will occur after the time of the tribulation now these verses here that we've read tonight describe three things that will happen after the battle of Armageddon. First of all, these verses tell us that after the battle of Armageddon, Satan, the devil, will be put in a prison for a thousand years. Second of all, these verses tell us that the earth The earth which has fallen under the curse of sin since man allowed sin to enter into creation in the garden of Eden. The earth, creation, is restored to its pristine pre-fall condition. And the third uh, third thing that these verses tell us is this. The millennial reign of Jesus Christ will then begin... It will occur, and it is real. So let's look at these verses, and let's look at these things that these verses reveal to us. First of all, the removal of Satan. The first thing that the Lord Jesus Christ will do when he returns to this earth, after the battle of Armageddon is over, which will last only a second, the first thing the Lord Jesus will do when he comes back to this earth, is to remove Satan and confine him to a prison. And that prison is given this name, the bottomless pit. Now by this time, when this occurs, all human rebels will have been removed from the earth. And the ringleaders of the rebellion of the tribulation, the Antichrist, The false prophet, those ringleaders that ruled over the earth during the time of the tribulation, will have been thrown into the lake of fire. The final thing that is to be done before Jesus restores and renovates the earth, the final thing that is to be done before Jesus sets up his millennial kingdom, is to remove Satan and the demon hordes that follow him. There will be no supernatural opposition to Christ during his 1,000 year reign on this earth, the millennial kingdom that will come when Jesus comes again. When the time comes for this to happen, a mighty angel will be sent from heaven to seize Satan. And to bind him. And to cast him in a prison called the Bottomless Pit. And there Satan will be secured. And Satan will be incarcerated for 1,000 years. Who is this mighty angel? We are not told. He is not identified. But this mighty angel is probably Michael the Archangel. Who is described in the Bible as the great adversary of Satan not only is Satan secured in this prison so are all of the demons which follow him now the bottomless pit is not the final place of punishment for Satan and his demons those fallen angels that followed in Satan's rebellion the final place of punishment for Satan and his angels, that place to which they will be sent after a thousand, year, a thousand years that they are secluded in the bottomless pit, along with all human beings who rejected God and joined in Satan's rebellion throughout the time of history, that final place of punishment is called the lake of fire. But here for a thousand years, Satan will not be permitted to work in the world and to influence the world in any way during the millennial reign of Christ. While sin and evil will not be tolerated in the millennial reign of Christ, as we shall see, especially in our study next week, the removal of Satan even from A renewed earth does not remove the possibility of sin. And so, in these verses, we see the removal of Satan from the earth. Second of all, we see the restoration of the earth. After Satan is removed from the earth, the Bible teaches that God is going to reverse the curse of sin. And God is going to remove the effects of sin from the earth and from the universe before the millennial reign of Christ begins. This earth which fell when man fell in the Garden of Eden, man is the pinnacle of creation. When mankind fell, it affected all of creation. This earth, that was affected by the curse of sin when Adam and Eve fell in the Garden of Eden, this earth will be restored and returned to its original condition before the fall of man. You can imagine this in this way with this illustration. Imagine an old beat-up, dented, rusted car with fading and peeling paint. Imagine that car being restored and renewed by its maker to its original beauty and usefulness. We have seen those restoration uh, projects in the world that we live in. In the same way before the millennial kingdom begins, this earth, which has been ruined and devastated by the effects of sin will finally be restored to its original condition, the original condition of this creation before the fall of man. At the end of the millennial reign of Christ, then this renewed earth and universe, the Bible teaches us will be replaced by a new heaven and a new earth. That would be like replacing a beautifully restored 1999 Cadillac with a brand spanking new 2022 Cadillac. Same make, same model of car, but a brand new car. The new heaven and the new earth will in many ways be like the old, but it will be brand new. Brand new, never touched or scarred by sin. Imagine, if you will, a world where the curse of sin is removed. Where the environment of the earth and of the universe has been scrubbed and cleansed and restored and renewed to its original purity and its condition before the fall what will the millennial reign of Christ be like? Well, the Bible tells us in many places what this time will be like on the renewed earth. First of all, the Bible tells us that the millennial reign of Christ will be a time of peace. Isaiah chapter 2, verse 4. He shall judge between the nations, he being Jesus, and rebuke many people. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Second of all, the millennial reign of Jesus Christ, this 1,000 year reign of Jesus, will be a time of unprecedented prosperity. Amos, chapter 9, verse 13. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows seed. The mountains shall drip with sweet wine and all the hills shall flow with it. Thirdly, this, the Bible tells us that the millennial reign of Christ will be a time of purity sin which would still be possible even in the millennial reign of christ we'll explain in the future sin will be kept in check disobedience during the millennial reign of christ will be dealt with immediately the millennial reign of christ the 1000 year reign of jesus upon this earth will be a holy kingdom Isaiah 11 9. they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea also the millennial reign of Christ will be a time of prolonged life Isaiah 65 verse 20 no more shall an infant from there live but a few days "...nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days, for the child shall die one hundred years old." What does that mean? In the millennial reign of Christ, people who are a hundred years old will will be considered to be children. (laughs) Death will be rare during the millennial reign of Christ. And when the righteous die, if they die during the millennial reign of Christ... They will be immediately resurrected to continue to live on this earth during the millennial reign of Christ. Those believers who survive the tribulation, those believers who survive the tribulation, who are alive when Jesus comes again, will enter the millennial kingdom. And those people who are born during the millennial reign of Christ and there will be people born during that time, will live for hundreds of years. The Bible also says the millennial reign of Christ will be a time of personal joy. It will be a time of happiness. It will be a time of safety. It will be a time of contentment. Many verses in the Bible speak of that truth about the millennial reign of Christ. Isaiah 9, 3, Isaiah 12, 3, Isaiah 14, 7, Isaiah 25, 8, Isaiah 30, verse 29, Isaiah 42, verses 10 through 12. So we have seen during the millennial reign of Christ, the removal of Satan, the restoration of this earth. And the third thing I want to see us to see from these verses is this the reign of Christ and the saints of God during the millennial reign of Christ? Who will be on earth during the millennial reign of Christ? Who will populate the earth, the restored and renewed earth during the millennial reign of Christ? Well, number one, the saints in heaven will return from heaven now glorified and rejoin their souls with their glorified bodies. And the saints in heaven who are in heaven now will return and they will reign on this earth with Jesus during the millennial reign of Christ. 1 Thessalonians 3.13 says that when Jesus comes again, he's going to bring with him all believers who are now in heaven. All of the believers who are in heaven in their glorified bodies after the rapture will once again inhabit the earth and they will reign with christ during the millennial reign of our lord and savior second of all on earth during the time of the millennial reign of christ will be the holy angels Matthew 25, verse 31, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Thirdly, the Bible says that believers who survive the tribulation, who survive the tribulation, who enter into the millennial reign of Christ, they will be on the renewed earth during the millennial reign of Christ. Believers who are saved during the tribulation, who survive the tribulation, who are alive when Jesus comes again, will enter into the millennial kingdom. Fourthly, children who were born during the millennial reign of Christ will be on this earth during his thousand year reign. You see, the tribulation believers who survive the tribulation, who are alive when Jesus comes again, well, apparently during the millennial reign of Christ, marry and have children. The Bible teaches that there will be children born during the millennial reign of Christ. And so believers who survived the tribulation, glorified believers who returned with Christ, the Bible teaches, will reign with Jesus during his millennial reign. That is, believers who survived the tribulation, glorified believers who returned with Christ, will have areas of authority and responsibility, will rule with Jesus during the millennial reign of Christ. 1 Corinthians 6.2 Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Revelation 2.26, And he who overcomes and keeps my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. Revelation 5.10, He has made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Speaking of believers. And so believers, those believers who survived the tribulation, the glorified believers who returned with Christ, will rule with Jesus during the time of his millennial reign. These believers, believers, we will have areas of responsibility and authority to rule with Christ during his millennial reign. So what shall we do? What will be our part during the millennial reign of Christ? Well, the responsibilities that believers have on earth during the millennial reign of Christ will be determined by our faithfulness and our commitment to Christ during our life. Luke 19, verses 17 through 19. Well done, the king explained. This is a parable of Jesus. You are a good servant. You have been faithful with the little I entrusted you, so you will be the governor of 10 cities as your reward. The next servant reported, Master, I invested your money, made five times the original amount, Well done, the king said. You will be governor over five cities. During the millennial reign of Christ, King Jesus will rule the world from his throne in Jerusalem. And his saints will rule with him during that millennial reign. A blessed time on this earth. During the millennial reign of Christ, the knowledge of the Lord and his goodness will flood the earth. The millennial kingdom will be dominated by that which is righteous and that which is holy and that which is good. And every aspect of life, including interpersonal relationships and commerce, education and government will be governed by that which is holy and true. Sin, evil and wrong will not be tolerated, will not be allowed during the millennial kingdom. Justice will be delivered swiftly, firmly, and fairly. War and conflict between nations will not be tolerated during the millennial reign of Christ. Isaiah 2.4, and he shall judge between the nations and rebuke many people. They shall beat their swords into the plowshares, their spears in the pruning hooks. Nation will not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore in the millennial reign of christ righteousness and holiness justice and goodness will dominate this world so that's our look at the millennial reign of jesus christ so here's a question why why is there going to be a millennial reign of christ a thousand year reign of jesus when he comes again on this on a rejuvenated earth. Why doesn't God just go ahead and usher in the new heaven and the new earth? Why the renovation of this present earth to cleanse it from the scars left by sin? Why is there a millennial reign of Christ? Well, there's seven reasons, several reasons for that. Number one, to reward the people of God. The Bible teaches that part of the reward that God the Lord is going to give to his people will be the opportunity to rule and reign with him on a renewed earth during the millennial reign of Christ. Second of all, there will be a millennial reign of Christ to fulfill the predictions of the Old Testament prophets. There are more prophecies concerning the millennial kingdom in the Old Testament than there are any other prophetic event. The Old Testament makes tremendous predictions of the millennial reign of Christ. Psalm 72, 11, Isaiah 9, 7, Isaiah 60, 21, Zechariah 9, 10. Thirdly, there'll be a millennial reign of Christ to vindicate the Lord Jesus. The last time this world saw the Lord Jesus, he was seemingly defeated by his enemies. But one day this same Jesus will come back to this earth in triumph and he will rule as king for a thousand years. The millennial reign of Christ will be a vindication of the Lord Jesus to this hateful world that has rejected Christ. Christ will rule, will rule over this world and all the world We'll know it. Another reason why there'll be a millennial reign of Christ is to answer the disciples' prayer. Matthew 6, verses 9 and 10. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This prayer has yet to be answered. But one day it will be answered when Jesus comes again. Another reason why there will be A millennial reign of Christ is to renew the earth. When Jesus comes again, he will reverse the curse of sin. He will renew and restore this earth. Before he institutes a new heaven and a new earth. The eternal state where all sin and all death will be eliminated. The Lord will renew this earth and he will rule over this earth. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. And finally, there will be a millennial reign of Christ to re-emphasize man's depravity and the necessity of the death of Christ. Because here's what the Bible says. The Bible says at the end of the thousand-year reign of Christ, Satan will be released from his prison. And believe it or not, even coming out of the millennial reign of Christ with all of its blessings. Believe it or not, there will be one final rebellion against God. and We will study that next week in our study of the book of Revelation. Thank you for joining us tonight. It's a blessing to study this book. And this book promises that it is a blessing to read and to study it i've been blessed i pray you've been blessed as well join us again next week six o'clock from Mercedes baptist church in albany georgia as we continue our study of the book of revelation until then my prayer is that god will protect you watch over you and care for you my prayer is that god will bless you